Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Hello, sexy fit babes. Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. We are here with someone who I already shared on my Instagram story, this lovely lady named Caitlin. She is not only over 30 pounds down, but she's been on a postpartum weight loss journey and you're going to get all the juicy details. So welcome, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. You know, knowing your story, Caitlin has been in the membership. She is over 30 pounds down. Before talking about the postpartum weight loss journey, I'm just really curious, what was your journey with food before having kids? Because I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, no matter what, you're going to gain weight when you have children and you didn't come to this place just because of, you know, fad dieting necessarily. So before you had children, how was your relationship with food, relationship with your body, relationship with your weight? Like, what was that story like for you? Um, I used to put a lot of effort into how I looked um, in terms of working out four or five times a week and then going out with my girlfriends and, you know, we, we'd go do Pilates and we get Prosecco or salads or go out in the city, have fun. Um, and then I decided, okay, uh, getting older, if I'm going to have kids, it's time to pull the trigger. So my husband and I moved out of the city and we had our son and, uh, yeah, I lost all of my free time. <laughs> Plus it was COVID. He was born in April of 2020. So not only were we super locked in at that point, anyways, um, I had a, a newborn and, you know, as a first time mom and it, it takes a while to really settle into that rhythm. So the focus was on him and not me. So, I done the beach body workouts and some of those diets. And I found that they were good, except um, they were so restrictive. Now that I look back on it, it was like, oh, you can have sugar once a week. Girl, I eat sugar all the time, but I find fun ways to fit it in. And I found these, um, what are they? They're these little like Hershey caramel filled candies and they're no sugar, no aspartame. I saw them at a CVS and I picked them up. So I have a couple of those and they're 30 calories each. And it kind of satisfies that craving. I mean, you just, you kind of find ways and you put it in your calorie budget. It's not that hard. Oh, you're, you're preaching the hot and healthy method already. You're like, you're like living it. I'm obsessed. So I learned from the best. <laughs> Iconic. Anyway. So you, you really, before having kids, it sounds like you put a lot of effort into your weight, but honestly, it wasn't something that consumed your life. You were fit. You like to go to workout classes. You lived a healthy lifestyle and yeah. weight didn't seem to be a big struggle for you. Right. And then I had my son and you know, the weight came off, but, um, you know, then a few pounds crept back on after, you know, when I stopped breastfeeding and I wasn't going to the gym. Cause like I said, everything was shut down and home workouts for me, just, they don't push me. So I kind of lost some of that tone. So even if I was a few pounds up, I felt way heavier. And I said, you know, after, um, after I had my daughter, I want to join your program. I, I randomly saw you on Instagram and I was like, damn, you know, that she knows what she's doing. I, I liked everything you were preaching, you know, not cut out sugar, cut out this and that. And, and it just, um, if you want to go out and live your life and have food and do that, you don't have to sit inside and cook all your meals. And I don't have time to prep a bunch of stuff. 
but Absolutely. I can prep every few days and I can make sure I have good snacks on hand for those days when the kids are hungry. And also I'm lunch literally. So I don't get to eat all the time and have these perfect meals. Yeah, absolutely. If I remember correctly, I think you messaged me like during your pregnancy of sorts and you, you were like saying postpartum, like you did want to join. And then you got to the point postpartum, you were ready to really take this by the reins, you know, begin your weight loss journey, you know, beginning this after your second child, beginning that weight loss journey, how was that journey different starting off and like getting to the point of, you know, okay, I'm ready to start going back to my normal quote unquote normal routine, even though your life has changed forever and ever, but compared to your first child, was there any differences you noticed at the beginning of that journey? So much easier with your method. I did, um, the beach body and it's like, eat all the vegetables and water first veggies, most that chick. That's what I did. And so I was having a lot of smoothies and salads and, you know, looking back, I think it was really restrictive. I felt like I could only have these certain things. Um, and I've also had C-sections, so that puts a restriction on working out. So I feel like with your method, the weight just dropped because it really was focusing on the calories. Mm, yes. And um, at that point, had you ever tracked calories before? I had, but because I'm five, two, every time I would uh, try and calculate it, it was like, oh, you need to eat 1100 or 1200 calories a day. And that's literally not sustainable, especially if you're breastfeeding. So, um, by signing up for your membership, I was able to get into a range, which I, I thought it was so high, 1800 to 2000 calories, but and that I was with breastfeeding. Yeah. And I'm still breastfeeding. I do it for six months. And then my motto is like, when the teeth come in, the boobs go away. Cause I have my limits. Like that's, that's just that. I love it. Moms out there. I really hope you're enjoying this episode because we're getting raw. <laughs> we're getting real. This is the real shit that happens. And most importantly, you can lose weight breastfeeding and you can still keep your supply. And I think that's a big myth. Mm -hmm. A lot of women think, you know, postpartum, if you have the opportunity to be able to breastfeed, it's almost like you have to choose that or losing weight, but they actually both go hand in hand. And it's actually so important as you're saying to actually understand what your calorie needs are. Cause yeah, if you're breastfeeding your energy needs, a calorie calculator isn't going to work for you because you actually have higher energy needs that that equation can't even take into account. Yeah. So I really needed, um, you know, your professional team to steer me in that direction. And I love the, uh, just the whole philosophy about getting steps in. Cause you think, Oh, walking, that's, that's not very high impact, you know, from someone who's I've run a half marathon and I used to do, um, you know, pure bar and orange theory and all the things. And it's like, Oh, walking, but the steps really do add up and it makes you feel good. Oh yeah. So when you first began your journey, like day one signed up for the membership, you got that calorie range before I, I want to talk about the habits, but before I bring that mm -hmm. up, when you got your calorie range, cause you had mentioned, you know, I thought it was a little bit high and you've been on these other diets that I know are like 1200 calories, like pretty yeah. restrictive, right? How did you, how were you able to trust the process and be like, you know, I am going to try to eat more. Let's see where this goes. Because a lot of women coming into TSN, whether postpartum or not, they're going to see a number like that, even with our stamp of approval on it. And they're going to freak the yeah. F out. Let's be real. So how did you accept that and actually start doing it? I was like, okay, this is awesome. That's a lot of food I can still eat. <laughs> so you just interpreted it as positive. You're like, F yeah. Like we're going to be eating girlfriend. <laughs> I'm Italian. I like to eat. I'm sorry. No, that's good. We love to um, eat over here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good time. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is great. It'll keep my milk supply up. It'll keep my sanity because I need, and it, my whole thing was I need energy because I've got a two and a half year old 
I have uh, a now three month old and my top priority is energy. Cause guess what? I'm not always going to get a good night's sleep. You know, my schedule is not always in my control. The kids get sick and I, I had plans to do something. It's like, well, everything gets dropped. We're going to the pediatrician, you know, homie has an ear infection, whatever. So <laughs> I love it. Homie has an ear infection. <laughs> like, you are mom of the year. You're iconic. I'm obsessed. Um, <laughs> regardless, you're booked and busy you get this higher calorie range. You're like, F yeah, I'm actually going to have like brain power to deal with my children and raise yeah. them. And, you know, on a serious note, like be a, be a good mother and be able to show yeah. up for them. Right. Cause I'm sure yeah. when, when you've done other diets, you probably were like hangry and cranky trying to, you know, with, with your two and a half year old, like that's difficult. Yeah. Anyone who limits my chocolate intake can just take a hike. I'm sorry. <laughs> that so is true. my advice. Cheese. No chocolate. Yes. I love it. So once you got this calorie range, I mean, obviously I know how we like progress clients through the program, of course, but what was your first step after getting your calories? Did you start to plan out your meals? Did you start to kind of think about what you're going to eat? Like, what was that process like for you? First thing I did is I looked at your meal plans and I was like, well, I, I did all the intro videos, watched those. I had to do it in pieces because you know, my, my daughter was breastfeeding and I was not sleeping. So it took me like a week to get through them. And, and as like, you should PS ladies out there listening to this, stop rushing through everything. So many people rush through feeling like I got to know everything. I got to look at every single meal plan in a day. It's like chill. Like once you go yes. slow, look how far Caitlin's come. You have to go wicked slow because then it's, it's just too much at once. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to uh, do consistent meal times. And I'm going to get um, you know, just try and track my calories. Um, so that's what I did. And then one thing I did that was really strange is I wouldn't track my dinners if I knew I was in range for the day. And I did that for like a month. And then I went back. So I didn't know if I'd need an adjustment just because my activity level changed. And, um, you know, whoever looked at my shoe was like, well, you didn't give me the exact calories. So for some reason I was like, oh, well, I stayed between 1800 and 2000. So one of my goals was like, okay, I need to track everything I put in. I, I don't know why I didn't put the dinners in. It was like a, a mom moment, if you will. And it sounds like that wasn't because, you know, sometimes women don't track dinner or you know dinner mm -hmm. in particular, I would say, because if they're going over, they're like, I don't want to see the damage. People have said that to me before, but oh, it sounds yeah, like yeah. that totally wasn't what was going on. It honestly was the day getting away from you. You knew yeah. this was with, like roughly within your range. And honestly, that sounds more like flexible calorie tracking versus, you know, trying to cheat the system or like avoid the reality of what was going on. Yeah. So I, I think um, when I took the quiz, I was a basic betch. I think that's you know, what I, I was. I was literally going to ask you, what is your type? Um, yeah. So you're the basic betch. So you needed to just go back to basics and that, that it actually perfectly aligns with you taking your time. Yeah, I think, I think Perfect. I took it too far. I was a little too lax. And I was like, okay, you can't be so basic Caitlin. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was basically the things I did. I would just watch your Instagram stories. I looked at your meal plans. I, I would just plan maybe two or three meals. And then I'd have tons of leftovers. And then, you know, again, being basic, I was like, I could just kind of tell, okay, this is what I'm gonna have for breakfast and lunch and dinner. And I have some snacks on hand and just my calorie range is such that like, you know, I'll have days where I definitely hit it, but some days I might be a hundred under, or I might be right in the middle. So it's, it's not super stressful for me. Yeah. It, it you sound so chill in terms of how you approached it. Have you, always felt chill about the idea of losing weight or no. were you ever, <laughs> you're like, no. no, it sounds so there was a place in time and situation where you were actually very stressed or like more anxious about your progress at some point. Yeah. I, um, you know, I think after I'd had my son and then it, it was just, um, a period of not taking care of myself because I was taking care of my son. I work full time. I commute into the city, you know, I'm 
have a lot going on. Um, and sometimes, you know, when I'm out to dinner with my husband, yeah, I'll have the peanut butter pie or carrot cake. It's delicious, but you can't do that forever. And, you know, I'm not in my twenties. So it like, doesn't, I don't just bounce back. Like I used to, it's different. So. Absolutely. But it sounds like it wasn't as much like you stressed out about things. I think gossip girls honestly stress out a lot more about on that quiz, which is like your progress and like, Oh, I had a weight fluctuation. It sounds like the weight fluctuations weren't very stressful for you or like your progress week to week. Like you really just trusted the process. And honestly, I think what is hugely related to your success, if you haven't put it together, but it's just, you just focused on the habits and the behaviors and the execution of what you needed to do. You weren't thinking about losing over 30 pounds. Like you were just focusing on, okay, how can I make today count? Yeah. And I've lost 35 pounds. It's ridiculous. It's awesome. Looking back, I mean, saying I'm down 35 freaking pounds, like how do you feel about where you're at? And I know that's a redundant question because obviously you're probably pretty happy about it if I'm inferring correctly, but like on the other side, how do you feel? I feel super energized and, you know, I, I gained 30 pounds in the pregnancy. So now I'm, you know, I'm really close to where I was before I had my son, you know, my, my firstborn. Um, and it just feels empowering. It feels really good. And I, because it's not COVID this time, I said, I'm going to, you know, join a gym again. So I joined a gym. I have a personal trainer. I see him once a week for strength training. And, um, I had the, you know, how you have those, um, what are they called? The fair life protein shakes that you show in your stories. Yes, I couldn't find those. So quest makes them. So I had, I slammed one of those after uh, my sesh yesterday and felt really, you know, cool and awesome. When you started your journey, do you know exactly how much weight you wanted to lose? Or was it more like, let's just try to get this baby weight off. You know, I kind of have had like a few mini goals in mind. My first one was just get the baby weight off from this pregnancy. My second goal is get back to where I was um, before I had my son. And then after that, you know, kind of like the chips will fall where they may, because my eating habits are so much better now than they've ever been. My blood sugar, I never noticed this before. I mean, I I guess I did, but I didn't realize what was causing it. I just had a carb heavy diet. So uh, I always felt like I was eating, eating, eating. And now I have, um, quest protein bars and I have yogurts and granola and all kinds of snacks that, that really tied me over. And I'm not going back for more because my blood sugar isn't going up and down. So I think that's been really cool. And, you know, big breakfast with eggs and toast. And, um, I'm really into this, uh, Justin's, uh, it's a chocolate almond hazelnut butter. Oh, last night I bought the Justin's, I think it's their vanilla peanut butter. They make it at Whole Foods and like the little packages that are like the single serving or really two tablespoon serving. Oh, those are so good. I've actually never had the chocolate ones though. You, you put, you're putting them on my radar. Yeah. I bought, I bought the jar because the packets You you went all in. Yeah. I was, I kept buying the packets and they're, you know, I was whipping through them. I said, I just need to get the jar. (laughs) We got to get the jar baby. And I mean, honestly, you saying that right now, a lot of women out there the thought of having a jar of chocolate peanut butter, the thought of having ice cream in the freezer, the thought of having kids food around. And especially as your child gets older and you're not like little spoon feeding them in their cute little high chair. And it's, I know a messy situation, but a cute situation. But as your kids get older, right? So much of their food is definitely more fun. Talk to me a little bit about the relationship to food piece. Now, it sounds like you've always had a pretty darn good relationship to food, but has it been tough for you being around more food is like your, your second, your first child is now getting older. And like that temptation piece, because I know a lot of moms out there always tell me, you know, having food around the house is, is sometimes so difficult because then they're munching and doing that kind of stuff. So for you, how do you navigate it? 
So, you know, what's interesting is um, before I started your program, I used to always eat off my son's um, plate. You know, when he was done, I was like, oh, I'll have this fry or this nugget. This is delicious. Why would I not? You didn't finish this cookie. I'll finish it for you. And then once I started your program, I just automatically stopped doing that. Not because I felt I couldn't have the food, but because I kind of just didn't need it. And I felt satisfied with the meals I was having. And what I like about it is, yeah, I mean, there's definitely more fun foods, I guess, in the house, but I just don't really think about it. Um, one, cause I'm so busy. I don't know up from down and two, you know, I, I can have it if I want, but how do I want to feel? And do I want to hit my weight loss goals? Um, and he loves the Kodiak, the little, uh, bear cookies. Oh, those I'm obsessed with those. I can eat a whole box. No, that's incredible. So honestly, Caitlin, you're embodying one of my favorite principles, which is it's not about restriction. It's about having discipline. And it's, it's really just viewing food more logically and not using just emotions to drive it. And you're so busy. It's so easy to just go for sweet treats and fast food and, and quick options when you're busy and your mom and you're working full time. And, you know, you're about to go back off of maternity leave. Like it's easy to make those quick choices, but mm-hmm. you're slowing down probably because of the basic batch and, you know, slowing down piece of like, go back to basics, but you're really just embodying like when it's worth it. Yeah, I'll have it. But just yeah. because it's in front of me, just because it's an option doesn't mean I have to eat it right away. Right. And I, I do want to point out that, I mean, I, I definitely don't eat perfectly by any means. I had sort of a crazy morning and um, meals got that, you know, they just weren't at consistent times and they just tend to not be when you're staying at home with the kiddos and, and life happens. So on the way home uh, from the derby shops, I got a quarter pounder, no cheese. Cause I'm just not a cheese person, not cause of calories. Um, and that's what, like 420 calories, 25 grams of protein. So, you know, nice little, nice little uh, treat I got for myself. Even the way you're talking about food, Caitlin, it's huge though. For for women listening to this, you say, it's just a nice little treat. So many women, if they knew they couldn't perfectly eat on their schedule, um, maybe they're not moms <laughs> listening to this. They, you know, are forced not to eat on a regular schedule. You know, something happens that gets them off track, quote unquote. Yeah. So many women would think, oh my God, I fucked up my diet. I'm immediately off track. I'm not sticking to the plan, but you're like, Hey, I enjoyed it. And I think that's key. Like you actually enjoyed it. Cause you allowed yourself to have it. You fit it. Oh, I enjoyed the shit out of that. Yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just move on and you know, Hey, I have this budget. I'm not eating a quarter pounder every single day, but it's like, I have it this one time, boom, the rest of my meals, maybe at dinner, I'm going to try to get more veggies or whatever it is, but it's yeah. like making food, no big deal. And it's moving on from even when something does goes planned. Yeah. Cause you know, you want to have good examples set for your children too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the fact that I buy those $7 protein Kodiak cookies and you know, my son enjoys them. And yeah, I mean, Teddy grams aren't totally dissimilar, but I looked at the nutrition facts and they have like one or two grams of protein and the Kodiak ones have five. And, you know, it's just those little bumps here and there that can make the difference. And he'll see me eating those, but then he'll see me chopping up veggies with my lunch. And so he eats cucumber, he eats carrots, he eats cookies, he eats whatever. Yeah. Creating such a good environment. Now you not only have one child, you have two children and both are under five, both are under actually four. (laughs) And one of them is under a year old. So with this crazy time of having such young children where they're taking so much of your energy and time and attention, and you're about to go back to work as well. How do you manage the scheduling piece and the food piece? Because when you don't have a lot of time, you're not going to be meal prepping things for like an hour long every day in your kitchen. Like you don't have the time for that. So what are your top tips? Like, I want to know what you do. 
I look to you for inspiration. Honestly, I go on your Instagrams. I look at the meal plans through the membership and I just, I say, okay, I don't know what I want for dinner. Let me look at the fat loss meals or let me look at the proteins. And then I can kind of MacGyver something together and I make big enough portions where I can have it for lunch the next day. Or I just look at your recipes and then I find the ones I like. And then I might even tweak them if, um, you know, I'm making tacos and let's say it's a side of rice. I'm like, no, I want tortilla chips and salsa with that. I'll have that as my carb. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I just make it what I want it to be, not necessarily what someone else's plan is. Like I want to enjoy it. You just um, figure out a few staples and stock them up. I love breakfast. So some nights I'll make an omelet with cheese and I'll throw some egg whites in there. And then some of the the Kodiak frozen pancakes and some syrup and butter on them. And that it's probably like in the five hundreds for calories, but super satisfying, a lot of protein, good for dinner. I think a huge part of your success, Caitlin has been the fact you do get your hands dirty and you get yourself in the kitchen. I was going to say you get your ass in the kitchen. (laughs) I think that's true too. Like you're my ass in the kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're putting in the work and with your situation, it is so easy to just say, Hey, like I I'm going to go the quick route every time. And you are taking quick shortcuts, but I I just want women to understand that you can be booked and busy working full-time going back to work, having multiple children, have a lot going on. And I firmly believe moms have a different life than people who are single and don't have children and everyone is busy, but I know there's, you know, a different amount of hours in the day when, you know, you're caring for young people, old people, whoever it is. But I think just what's really inspiring about you, Caitlin, is you're not letting anything that typically gets in people's way when it comes to weight loss, which is time. So many people are like, I don't have time to eat healthy. I don't have time to try to go to the gym. I don't have time to do this or that, but you just, you're one of those people. It's like not having time isn't an option. Like you make what is important to you important. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I mean, I think anyone can make up an excuse. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter if you, if you're married, if you're single, if you have kids or no kids or five dogs, whatever it is, it's just, um, you have to, you have to take five minutes and I'm going to pick out, you know, one or two meals and I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to make it happen. And, and that's just that. And it's not, it's not super difficult. It's just, um, honestly, the meals that you put together are really delicious and super quick to make. And I like to cook. I'm a decent cook, but it's hard to cook when I'm trying to like, you know, take care of my son. And then my daughter's crying and I have to go breastfeed her. And then the dog is barking at the, you know, the, the Amazon guy. Oh, and we have a dog in the mix, girl. Like you have a lot going on. Yeah. He's like my firstborn. Yeah. Yeah. Ollie. So it's really you've three, three kids. <laughs> much, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's busy for sure. But I just told myself, I'm not going to be a mom that is embarrassed to be in photos with her kids. I want to have energy. Um, yeah. So, so really for you, weight loss wasn't just about the aesthetic piece. I mean, you want it to look hot in photos. Um, yeah. <laughs> dare I say, I, I saw someone literally have a hat that said future MILF. I'm like, oh my God, I want that hat. I, for when I have kids. That's so fun. And I think that there needs to be like fun conversations around like moms owning the fact that at any, I don't care if you're a mom or not, like you can feel hot at any age, no matter where you're at on your life journey. Like you can feel your best. And especially for you, it's not just about the aesthetic piece. It's like being able to show your kids a healthy relationship with food, showing them that you can eat a Big Mac or a quarter pounder or whatever it's called. And you can also be cutting up veggies and be eating, you know, carrot sticks with your son, right? It's you being able to play soccer with your son, but also knowing, Hey, like you don't have to work out to burn calories. Like that's not our goal here. Yeah. It's just to, to feel good. And you know, I mean, there, there definitely is an aesthetic piece too. I don't want to pretend I'm that basic. I'm like, Oh, it doesn't matter. Of course it matters. This is Massachusetts. I have a closet full of Lily dresses. I need to fit back into this summer. 
And I'm pretty much there, but I, I also wanted that toned piece, which is why I'm going back to the gym and um, probably have a few more pounds to lose before I'm totally comfortable. But, you know, you, you want to look good and feel good. And there's some, I don't know, it's like a stigma when you're a mom that you can't be sexy and you can't still look good. And that's bullshit because why not? Like, I'm, I'm never going to chop off all my hair and buy a minivan and buy Karen clothes. I'm sorry. Just not in the cards for me. And if other people want to, that's great. And I hope I'm not offending anybody. You know, people do what they want to do, but that's just not me. Yeah. It sounds like you just really didn't want your life to quote unquote end when you had children. And yeah. honestly, that's why I think it doesn't matter if you have children or not. It's you're, you're still a person when you have children and yeah, your life is going to drastically change seeing it with clients, you know, you don't have the same amount of hours in the day. You do have to cut back on certain things. Yeah. You might not be able to go to the gym, whenever you want, because right. You have to be home with your child, right. Depending on what your, yeah. your work-life balance is, but that doesn't mean your life has to end. And also your health doesn't just end like that. Your health doesn't care if you have kids or not, like yeah. you having a heart attack and the things that you, know, you need to do to try to prevent that. Some that we can control some that we can't like the, the things that you can control, like don't we want to put the most effort that we can possibly put into them to prevent these things from happening? Um, so we can live yeah. a long, really healthy. You want to be there for your kids. You want to be in good health. And sometimes it does require putting in hard work. I mean, if, you know, my son's down for his nap and the stars align and I feed my daughter and I get her down um, and I put her in a little baby carrier, she comes downstairs with me and then she can watch me, you know, when she wakes up, walk on the treadmill. Or if my husband, you know, when he's done working, um, I'll, you know, say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to take the dog for a 20 minute walk or cold, you know, the cold girl crawl. It's, it's brutal up here. It's brutal, <laughs> baby. It is. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's another way to get my steps in and the dog appreciates it. And I appreciate it. I get a mental, uh, health breather. And I think with everything going on in the news right now, people do need to be aware of that with moms. Um, I'm very lucky. I've never had postpartum with either child. Um, I don't know what that would feel like, but I know what it feels like to be a mom and have normal, typical mental health. And it's, it's a lot of energy and it's hard sometimes and it's time consuming. And I, I just think that people need to, um, help a mom out and yeah, I need to go for a 20 minute walk. Um, I need to, cook a nice meal. I need to take a bath. I need self-care piece. Silence. So, yes. Silence, baby. Yes. And I yeah. love like you're, you're describing this journey being honestly easy, straightforward. Talk to me a little bit about what has been difficult for you. Like, has there been anything that really maybe top one or two things that you know, in full transparency for moms out there that are struggling with their weight, that are struggling to show up for themselves, that are struggling to to take the time that they know they have that they could put towards themselves, but then they feel guilty taken away from their children. Right. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about any struggles you may have faced. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. People do want to help you. And there's this, you know, I, I know I'm one of those people. It's like, Oh, I don't need help. I'll do everything on my own. That's just, you know, my personality. There is no shame in asking for help. You know, my, my mom lives 12 minutes down the road for me. I'm like the needy child. You know, my brother lives out in Chicago and I'm down the road from, from mom. There's no shame in saying, you know what, I need to get my grocery shopping done. And I don't want a toddler who is making me chase him around the store and papoosing the infant um, to me. Cause I mean, that in itself is a workout in the store, but you know, can you watch the kids? I'm going to go to Rich brothers. I'm going to get my, you know, my stuff. And then come back to your place and have lunch and, and just take a breather. I think that's really important. And I think it's important to also live your life. 
Cause I, I know that, you know, when you do go out to eat, you're going to see more fluctuations. And the other night, um, I really do not get to go out and have happy hours and drinks. And so I kind of like burned it to the ground. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm thinking of like that. What's that mom movie? Bad moms. It definitely is bad moms. Yeah, I'm picturing never... you guys like burning a dab, like let's go. <laughs> so it was a, one of, um, it was my husband and I and another couple. And we went down um, to the Harbor and we went to a wine bar and they had trivia night. And I mean, I was all over the place. I was the guy who's running the trivia. He looked like Andy from the office. So I kept calling him Andy. And I was like, my goal is to have his blazer on by the end of the night. Cause he had this little blazer on. It was adorable. Um, and I had a, a flight of champagne with my friend and then we got another one. And, you know, I, I had told myself before we went out, um, you know, I'm just going to get a salad and have a, a big glass of Prosecco and that'll be it. But then, you know, you get out and you're not always in control of all the decisions. So we just had some apps and, you know, I, I did not eat a proper dinner. So I learned, okay. And I mean, I know this anyways from life, but I need to eat dinner before I drink multiple flights of champagne. And then for the moms out there, you know, you have to test your milk when you get home. So I tested the strip of milk and dear God, it turned black. Lit. So, yeah. I had to wait quite a while before I could feed the baby, which is fine. Cause my husband gave her a bottle and I passed out. And I swear I'm a responsible mom. I do not do this that often, but you know, you got to, Sometimes you just have to have fun and pretend, you know, for a minute that you're yourself before you had kids. Yeah. And honestly, I'm even thinking of like even the weight loss and like healthy lifestyle piece where if you're not going out often, you can afford to have like a fun night and yeah, maybe it doesn't go as planned. And I think that's where a lot of women just in general get really off track. It's like, they go in with this intention of, okay, I'm going to eat perfect. I'm going to get a salad with salmon on top. And I'm going to have one glass of wine and it's going to be like a fun meal. Cause I'm having wine, but like, it's going to be more basic. Right. But then yeah. you go there and then the appetizers and the bread are also worth it. Then you order multiple, you know, glasses of wine and the night just kind of gets away from you. One day doing that is not going to break, make or break the shit, but it's for the women who say they live a lifestyle like that more often, that's yeah. when it catches up to you. But for you, you, you were able to logically put together this, this is my one night out. Yeah. If I didn't do X, Y, Z, this or that order, this or that I quote unquote could make more progress this week, but it's like, I also have a life I want to live. So yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to move on. And I know I'm just going to go back to my regularly scheduled programming, hopefully after the hangover goes away. Yeah. Yeah. And I was fine. You know, I, I had some electrolytes the next day and a big breakfast with eggs and toast. And I was, I was aces. It was fine. But, um, you know, it's, it's just, you want to connect with your husband and your friends too. And the last time I went out for a happy hour was after Christmas. I mean, I really don't get to go out the way that I used to. It's hard. And then when you're the food source, you really don't, you know, I'll be at a friend's house. Everyone's drinking. I can't even have a glass because I'm breastfeeding the baby. And, um, you know, that's just what I choose to do is not drink and then have her have that milk. Some people may be more lax about it and that's fine. You do you, but that's just kind of how I do it. I love it. So to kind of put everything together, you're down 35 pounds now. You yeah. have a little bit more you're wanting to tone up now and you're kind of entering this new phase. Yeah. Now that your obviously goals have kind of adjusted, you've obviously lost such a significant portion of weight, but you still have a little bit more to go. Yeah. Are you, besides the strength training, are you changing up anything to continue to make progress? Or honestly, have you just find like sticking with what you are already doing is really giving you the results you want to see? Um, I'm just trying to get in more movement. Um, and I know it's not really for weight loss, but I just think it's it's a good healthy habit to have. So I had, you know, my goal is it was first six to 8,000 steps. 
because it was really hard for me to get out with the kids in the cold. And then it was eight to 10,000 steps. But then yesterday I got 11,000 steps. So that was cool. But I, I did also go to the gym yesterday and, you know, I, I can't go to the gym four times a week. That's just not in the cards for me. So that's why I got the personal trainer and I, I go and he works my butt off for 30 minutes straight and it's all strength training. And, you know, again, with running, if, if I get a night where I'm up every two, two and a half hours feeding the baby, yeah, I'm not going to want to run four miles in the morning. So I wouldn't want to run four miles getting, you know, not only feeding the baby, but also like you're up every hour too. So you're already sleep disrupted. So that, I mean, that's really huge too, for moms out there breastfeeding with any child under one or two years old, and you're constantly getting up. And even if you work like shift work, or you just have a shitty night of sleep, it's like, chill out a moment. If you skipped this work at one time, like sometimes it's worth it to focus more on like your self-care and like other things in your plan. And it's like, sometimes pushing off a workout is not a bad thing. I completely agree with you. Yeah. If, if I, in the beginning more so, if I had a night where I got four hours sleep total and I had plans to do some big walk that day, which isn't even that much, you know, considering like, but it can feel that. like so much when you're so exhausted. I was like, Nope, you know what? I got to prioritize the sleep and I'm going to just make sure I eat really good foods. And then if I get a good night's sleep tonight, tomorrow, I'm going to take a really nice walk with the dog and you just take it day by day and not put too much pressure on yourself. And, you know, the, the one thing that can get for us in the beginning, I did get a little frustrated with fluctuations because diet culture tells us, oh, we should lose like five pounds in a week. And it was like, no, that's bullshit. Um, so I've been pretty consistent one to two pounds a week. And then, you know, here and there, maybe half a pound, like around the holidays. Um, but you just kind of stick with it. And yeah, you can have like a wild and crazy night out. But then the next day, I know I have a, a good plan that, to kind of go back to. So it's not really big. Deal. Wait, I have to ask, what is your get back on track after I have my big blowout fun situation in the Boston Harbor? How do you get back on track? Like what, what do you eat? Do you move your body? Is it prioritizing sleep? Like, what does that look like? Especially food wise. I'm curious. Okay. I mean, it just depends what I feel like, but for me, a quick breakfast is, um, I'll hard boil, um, a bunch of eggs. So I might, uh, peel a couple hard boiled eggs and then have Dave's killer English muffin, or it might be toast. And then uh, a big tablespoon of uh, the chocolate nut butter. You love that. I do. My husband says I have a talent for making every meal into a dessert. That's amazing. And also you're still getting protein. You're getting fiber from the amazing Dave's killer bread, which at this point they should sponsor this damn podcast because we love them so much. Uh, Um, And and my son's Dave's killer bread now because he sees me eating it. Amazing. Yeah. So good. Also, they have a white done right for all the moms out there that your children might not like the whole grain or what I call million grain for some of their breads that have a lot of it. I grew up on wheat bread, so I don't like white bread. Oh wow. Something about it. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually he's always had honey wheat bread or Dave's or kind of, you know, we went that route. My husband has the white bread, but he's from Indiana. So they just had white bread. They, they might like that there. Love it. Well, Caitlin, for women who are starting the postpartum journey, what was the biggest thing that surprised you when you joined the membership? That it worked. (laughs) Iconic. What did you think about it working before you joined? Were you like questioning? I'm assuming like, is this actually going to work? Because I had used my fitness pal and lose it and those apps in the past and had tried calorie counting and the count was always so low. I just assumed I'm going to join and it's going to be, you know, have 1300 calories a day. But what I loved about your program is it's a range. So you never feel like, oh, I screwed up. I messed up. I went over. And then I've had days where I have gone over and I've still lost weight because when your body wants to drop it, it drops it. 
And if I have a, a week where let's say I have five or six days and I'm stuck at the same weight, um, you know, five, six days in a row, I, I just say, I, it was from your podcast, you know, progress is not a right, it's earned. And then I try and think, you know, what, what can I do? And I'm like, oh, you know, I went out for dinner two nights this week and I, I did have sweet potato fries and okay. My husband did surprise me with some carrot cake from whole foods and yeah, I ate Which it. So sweet. So, Thank you yeah, to him. <laughs> literally so sweet, but, um, but yeah. also I'm trying to lose weight and then you're like, it's throwing me off track, but it's your ability, Caitlin, to look back on what you're eating and not play victim. And I know that comes off so strong when I say that to people, but when people say I'm doing everything right, I can't lose weight. It's weight loss entitlement. It's it's being entitled that, you know, I just must be doing everything right. But it's like, what else, even if it's outside of anything you've ever learned or knew before, or even your awareness, right? There always is a reason why you might not be making progress. Now, the tough part is deciphering, is it just a weight fluctuation or, okay, is it week after week? We're not making progress, but you know, what's amazing that you've done. It sounds like is you do what I want every person to do, every woman to do, which is even if maybe it was just a fluctuation, you're always trying to get better. You're always trying to improve. You're always trying to see what else you can tweak and change. And that's why you're successful. If you're not seeing success right now, ladies, it's because you're not doing what Caitlin did, which is working on, okay. Thinking about how you can get better. What else you can do? I love that. Yeah. You, I mean, you just have to look at the data, you know, that's why we have the tracker and the, my fitness pal and everything in there. And so you have all this great information. And if you just take the emotional piece out of it and you're like, okay, girl, why did I go up a pound? And it's, oh, I was kind of eating like a should have. And look at all this stuff. Like it really does matter the kinds of foods that you eat. It's not about, you know, I'm going to eat 1800 calories and it's just going to be donuts. I mean, it has to be, you know, something that has fiber, something that has staying power, something that really satiates you because if it's just um, some of my son's little donut holes or his little snacks, then my blood sugar is going to go all over the board. And I'm, I'm just, I'm probably going to munch more and rack up some more calories. And it's just, for me, I'll have a handful of nuts or, you know, halo ice cream. Um, I had some of that today. The chocolate chip cookie dough is really good. Well, halo top moment. I'm a little, a bit of a Yasso bar girly, but I respect the halo top. Moment. Oh, I've got those too. Yeah. <laughs> Of course you do. I feel like every successful woman that can tolerate dairy inside of TSN loves Yasso bars. Great, great product as well. Well, thank you, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. 